This is Stephanie, and this is the Mocha Minutes Podcast. Hey guys, before we get into the episode, I just wanted to let you know about something that's a little new here at the Mocha Minutes Podcast. We are now participating in Buy Me a Coffee. So, If you haven't heard, buymeacoffee.com is a place where you can show some um, support and some love monetarily to some of your favorite content creators. That includes me. (laughs) Um, So it's in the increments of either a dollar, three dollars or five dollars. And you can do as many as you would like. Um, So I just wanted to let you guys know would love, love, love some support. So if you would go to buy me a coffee.com backslash mocha minutes. I would greatly appreciate it. It will also be in the show notes. Okay, here we go. I know your eyes in the morning sun. I feel you touch me in the pouring rain. And the moment that you wander far from me, I want to feel you in my arms again. And you come to me on a summer breeze, keep me warm in your love, then you softly leave. And it's me you need to show how deep deep is your love when I tell you. Y'all, y'all don't understand. That's it. Y'all don't understand how much I love this song. It's a BG song. But if you are in the titles on the Spotify's or the Apple Music's, please get PJ Morton. Because I'm like, so first of all, thank you for putting this back in my lexicon. Because one, BGs are bops. I know songs don't slap, but the song slaps. Like food. <laughs> Like your mama used to make, okay? I'm just saying. I'm like, this song slaps. How deep is your love? How deep is your love? I really need to learn. Okay. Because we're living in a world of food. What they trying to do? Breaking us down. Okay. When they <laughs> all should let us be. That part. We belong to you. I'm sorry, y'all have no idea how much I love this song. <laughs> it's such y'all a great song. It's so good. It's such a great song. It's so good. And it's like, I love a good cover. I'm like, BG's are great covers because, like, there is no shade in this. Destiny's Child Emotion. I'm like, let me tell y'all something. They tear that up. Okay. It's like, oh my gosh. But y'all, welcome to the Book of Biz podcast. I am here with the good bishop. He came back from the church of Sade, Shade, and uh, he came oh. through here. <laughs> Come back to the Book of Minutes podcast. Bishop, how are you doing? Are you fairly middling? Blessed oh and highly favored. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Hi, Stephanie. How are you? <laughs> um, you know, I think I think what we're going to do today is we're going to officially retire the bishop because, you know, oh. I've been... No, it's not a bad thing. It's, it's just, not. you know... 
I'm out here living my life and I don't know, you know, if I want the title bishop. Mm. <laughs> oh, you know, because I don't want the congregation to say my bishop, you know, was out there in them streets. I'm just playing. <laughs> Look here, I gotta I like I gotta like take my collar off, okay? Yeah, I don't want y'all coming after me. Yeah, but I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me, Stephanie. How yeah. are you doing? <laughs> I am I am fairly middle. Look, I'm trying not to I'm trying to behave. Because, yeah. you know, for everybody who is listening to the show know that me and Brandon met on Clubhouse and we have kind of like, it's above a, we're above it now. It's above <laughs> me now. I, I can't do it because I think after a while, it's like, we are like old school Bravo fans. Tip it, tip it. Shout out to everybody who knows what the hell that means. We are old school. And after a while, it's like your viewing becomes very different. It goes from like, the and I'm not gonna say it's immature. I'm like you can do what you want. Oh, uh, you go from like it's team this person or team or death, vote or die. You know, mm-hmm. like that to now, like girl, hold on, bring it to the bring it to the court. We got to right. do discovery. I need to see all parts because I can't. Yeah, and it's like you know, just sometimes like, and I'm thankful that Clubhouse brought us together. I truly yeah. am. You know, Same. we have a little family. You know, I love family that we have. Yeah. And, but it's like, yeah, at a certain point, um, you need to real live real life and not be stuck in reality TV. And I feel sometimes people just get stuck there. And mm-hmm. I like to live in actual real life. So you know, mm-hmm. some some things are great for a season, some things for a lifetime, and some things for a reason. And I think Clubhouse was just mainly. I think it was a season for a lot of people to be mm-hmm. exposed to a lot of different people and connect and elevate and but I think that that season has passed and so you know to those who still do it shout out to them but for mm-hmm. me and my my family as the people would say <laughs> as for me and my house <laughs> okay we moved on because <laughs> I think about like the amazing friendships that we have both gotten and oh, like yes. like to just oh I'm not crazy because sometimes when you're watching shows you're like wait a minute do y'all do y'all see what I said wait am I going crazy Oh, good. I'm not going crazy because y'all see it too. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Absolutely. So because of the beauty of Clubhouse, the beauty of hashtag Club Bravo, met Brandon and also shout out to my um favorite um boat lady, Miss Victoria. Yes. My, my, oop, my English trumpet down in Florida. So Brandon and Victoria told me about Bel Air and I was like, again, late to the game. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch Bel Air. I watched the whole first season and literally ran to them and said, oh, my God, the show is so good. And they were both like, girl, we told you. Don't come to us. We told you this. Go-. And it was, I was like, okay. We did. We did. We did. They really did. They were like, oh, why? Are not? We need to discuss. I'm like, discuss what? what what's happening here? <laughs> what, what, what's happening on the Bel Air streets? <laughs> girl like, oh, what's happening a lot so now we have they've just wrapped up season two and so initially when they did bel-air it was um set up for like two seasons they just got renewed for season three so we are getting a season three another season i said okay this is great i'm like oh come on renewal because the thing about it is is like when i would watch peacock i saw a lot of commercials for bel-air i'm like i think people really are watching this show but I think when it's like when you're streaming, it's like it's kind of like you can't read timelines correctly because it's streaming. So it's not like it comes on at a certain time of day. So then it's like you're like, wait, who's talking about this? I'm like, oh, I guess nobody. But then you're like, no, people are talking about this. Mm-hmm. So it's like Absolutely. it's kind of hard. It's That's the thing with streaming. 
Yeah. I will tell. I will tell. So, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna be honest. When Bel Air first was floated, because I don't know if you ever saw it, but there was a proof of concept um, that was Mm -hmm. floated a a while ago, and I remember seeing it, and I was like, okay, this is an interesting take. And so, once they finally brought that to life, um, definitely, you know, season one. I am someone who's. I don't like to hop on a bandwagon. So what Mm -hmm. I will say is, I did actually start with season one. Like I it happened organically mm-hmm. um i watched season one and i was like okay we we did the thing it happened it's here it's bel-air but then when mm-hmm. they're like oh we're coming back for a season two i was like all right i'm intrigued to see where they go with this and yeah. you know bel-air my mom just got into it. i just told her i was like are you watching mm-hmm. bel-air she was like mm-hmm. i was like you need to watch bel-air mm-hmm. um you know because again i think there's that preconceived notion that comes from you know loving fresh prince growing up yeah. like you know i loved fresh prince of bel-air growing up because it would mm-hmm. be on before school after school during school you name it it was on okay so mm-hmm. um growing up with that and still being able to remember such iconic episodes characters or like that what i like to call them willisms mm-hmm. um when he would be right. on the show and then coming into a new version of that you know sometimes it can put people off a little bit but then once they get a taste of the kool-aid you know mm-hmm. that was there that, that was me <laughs> under un, like under my weighted blanket on a Saturday watching all of season one going, oh my God. Because you're right. I remember that proof of concept and I was like, this is actually kind of cool because you would think if you think about the story that the comedy was telling, like you really could make this a drama. And it mm-hmm. just made sense. It wasn't like, girl, that's crazy. But it's like, it totally made sense. So then when Will Smith saw it, I said, oh, we'll do it. I'm like, oh, oh shit, this is happening. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like you go, huh. And then you watch it. Um, <laughs> you, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm thinking about the shades of the children and I'm just like, I, I could make these jokes, but I refuse to do so. <laughs> I, I'm not going to do the Cosby where they did Mm-mm. the Cosby thing. Like, now girl, how the hell? Mm-hmm. One like, plus nope. one. I'm like one plus one does not equal forty four. So mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on here, but you know what? Right. Never mind. I still <laughs> like the show. It's like I don't know how these two brown skin people got all these light skin children, but you know what? We are gonna roll with it. I'm gonna roll with it. You know what? My- <laughs> you ain't gotta worry about me. You ain't gotta worry about me. I'm gonna be here. <laughs> so season two has ended. Mm-hmm. How did you leave season two? Ooh. Um. To be honest, I kind of wanted more. Mm. Um, I felt while we we wrapped up some things, I still felt like the things that we introduced mm-hmm. in season two didn't need all season to go. Mm. And I mm. felt once we wrapped it, while everything was kind of nice with a bow, setting us up for season three, mm-hmm. I think I wanted more. I, I I think I wanted more complexity to the conflict. I, I think I wanted more... Mm. Uh, fleshing out of certain things because I think certain certain story moments were introduced and then quickly done away with, right? Yeah. Um, the the fight with you know trying to save Ashley's uh, teacher's job, right? It was introduced and then it was kind of done away with really quick and she was gone to a new job. Yeah. Um, so it w- there were things that were done that I loved this season, but there were things that I was like, you know what, that could have been quicker or that could have been longer or how do you leave us on a note that you know, coming back next season, we're ready for it. We're here for it. Boom. We're, we're starting off with the bang. Um, so that's where, like, I enjoy, I enjoyed season two. It, it kept me, mm-hmm. you know, binging through all of it. Like I was week after week, just watching and watching and watching. And while I enjoyed it, you know, me as a writer and a critique, mm-hmm. um, you know, mm-hmm. I just felt we could have gone a little bit further with some stuff. Yeah. Cause I, I think the shining part of like, basically the different arcs literally is Carlton, but he also was that first season for me. Mm-hmm. This season, it's like to see it more fleshed out because I'm like, there is so much 
nuance to being like the token black guy at a predominantly white school. I'm like, we right. gotta see it. We gotta see it because you right. know, when you think about like the token black dude at a predominantly white school, they don't have very pro-black parents, maybe. Right. <laughs> so it's kind of like you go, mm, what how would their parents look? So I'm not exactly sure. I really so there are three arcs that I'm like, yeah, grand opening, grand closing. I don't like that. I want to see what's going on. The first, definitely, I agree with you, is Ashley's teacher. I'm like, how you not you not gonna drop in Miss Daydream and Tatiana Ali and not have her for a little bit longer? Right. I'm like, uh, no, I need her back. I, I need right. her back. Yeah, it's, that felt too flash, right? Like, like it was there was a very big buildup. Like when we knew that she was cast in the show, yeah. that she was coming in. So I was expecting to see her all season long. So I Correct. agree. I agree with you, and I, I think that it was. I felt like she that storyline could have been that was when I felt they could have stretched the whole season like uh and you know really worked. right opening it up more to like well maybe there's other teachers here who feel the same or who have been doing it or you know maybe it really brings in the media because this mm -hmm. one black teacher has fine I felt like that could have been a push considering uh Carlton's other teacher kind of being on the opposite side right yeah, like very she... much respectability politics mm-hmm Mm -hmm. like, so I felt like that could have been really fleshed out more but you said you had two other points that you felt so yeah so the second one was Jazz's parents being Muslim it was mm. just kind of like we kind of just threw that out there and I'm like mm -hmm. yeah okay um that's interesting that we're doing that with this and it was it was literally like a weird fetish thing they did with Hillary and I'm like yeah, that's actually super weird. But then you think about it like that may be how some black people think. It's like, oh, okay. Mm. It's like they may fetish someone either like someone who was African or someone who was Muslim. Because we think about those things where it's like, this is not the quote unquote normal black person. Right. It's like, uh, I, I don't know. It was kind of like, and it just was like, I don't even know if like them saying Jazz's parents were Muslim was necessary because it wasn't necessarily it didn't add up. it didn't it didn't add or take away anything from the story no. and i think that's what you have to think about when incorporating those aspects now you know me i am a dei champion i am yep. all about representation and inclusion and so i did appreciate it from that lane but to your point it kind of felt a little hollow and so if you're going to incorporate this as who jazz is have mm -hmm. that more of a bigger through line maybe that was why him and hillary had a little bit of friction because she didn't dress a certain way right yeah. maybe he didn't know why he was feeling that way towards her but then let's say the religion is brought in and you're like oh well now that makes sense you know it just felt i'm, like, I'm confused why are we having this discussion and it just they just threw it in for a moment and then it was done and that's why i'm saying like to your point too like with the season it was just certain things that i felt could have gone longer mm -hmm. and then certain things that was kind of like well what was the reason girl like i'm what? like i'm so what are we confused doing? Um, yes it's like what so the third one is going to be funny because i really need to understand what this young man's issue is but homeboy <laughs> that was like trying to frame carlson out of nowhere so it's like oh. you kind of like wait a minute hold on why you don't this is gonna be no it's not bad to say it's just gonna be funny mm -hmm. for me to say he was the most light-skinned person i've ever seen in my life this is some light-skinned shit right here i'm like girl what is happening on my screen well what and for I, me and... oh go ahead go ahead no no i was just in here like 
This is so weird because then you do get the juxtaposition of there are lighter skinned black people who literally want to measure everybody else's blackness around them. I'm like, mm. you ain't really black because you doing this. And it's like, what the hell? But it's like, does that happen at the PWI? Probably. It just felt, I don't know. His character for me, I saw what they were trying to do. They were trying to give us like a high level conflict, right? So high level mm-hmm. conflicts for me this season felt like the whole Erica and um uncle phil you know mm-hmm. the merger right and them trying mm-hmm. to poach him i felt mm-hmm. the overarching you know tying into that was like doc with will so i think they try to give us like these high level conflicts and then like the kind of ground level conflicts and i felt like that they were trying to make him the ground level conflict of like this classmate who was kind of jealous and bitter but mm-hmm. it didn't feel like why were you more so mad at carlton and not will yeah. Right. Like, yeah, you you wanted Lisa. So like you had an edge for Will, but you were really after Carlton. And it was like, while I get it, you're trying. It felt like he was trying to be the token black kid of the school at the PWI who was leading yeah. on. these. Kids. That's what it gave me. But I think the execution of it all is what lost me. Um. So what I will say is I did appreciate the resurfacing of the video. I like that. That was a Correct. full circle Same. moment. But then my thought was like, well, how did you get the video? Exactly. Because now I'm like, where's like, wait a minute, how is this video floating around? Because I'm like, whose video is this? Right. Because when that video have surfaced before now, right? So like if this video was out there and he ain't on the sports team, how did the video get out? Yeah, because the thing about it is it's like it was just like, oh, he's the one who dropped it. But then I was also like, so who gave him the video? Correct. I was like, wait a minute. Like, I, I feel like it's like, and the whole airdrop thing is like, I didn't realize what an airdrop thing was. I'm like, I feel like sister auntie by doing this. I did. I was in a <laughs> local production of the Wiz. And then we had like, you know, it's kind of like you have kids there too. Cause they're playing the munchkins. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, I can airdrop them. Like what the heck is airdrop? They're like, Oh, you've never done this before. And I'm sitting here like, I feel child, give me my bareback and body. Cause they just called me old in my face, but I'm also holding myself old. So when he was like airdrop, I'm like, don't you gotta have that set up on your phone? How did everybody in that room have, what is happening? But then it was also like, what did taking out Carlton have to do? Because wasn't Will the front runner? It was just like, wait a minute. Are you trying to get him? Or you just don't want them to do Both it? Or you them. don't know? I was like, yeah. what is happening? Thing. to like, your point it's like we don't know the reason it's like what was the reason because to your yeah because will was the front runner due to him with the pro like the protests at the school right so like yeah. that wasn't gonna hurt him no. carlton wasn't gonna really win so were you it's just like i feel like cardi b what was that reason that's how I was and i there. think like, it was more so he was trying to reveal like to expose him because of the whole teacher thing but i'm like even still with that like if he won the front runner what was he supposed to do what was he supposed like, to do it's like, you still wouldn't win it, but it's kind of like, also, Carlton didn't have Lisa, because it's like this, and the whole thing with Lisa is just very much like, girl, what is happening here? Right. <laughs> like, what is happening? Right. <laughs> right. It was, yeah, it, that, that, that story. So I get you there, because he kind of was like this really weird wishy-washy character that felt like they didn't know what they wanted him to do. It was like, are we setting him up to be like the big bad in season three at school? But beyond that, Carlton admitted his error so I mean there's no purpose for him there the only purpose I could see is like him coming after Will because of Lisa but even with that it's like you can't really do like we already know Will's background from season one so bringing mm-hmm. that out won't do anything this season they wrapped it up nicely with the bow with the, the, the boys with Doc so it's yeah. like how I don't see what his angle would be moving forward I, I was like I need you to explain like what is endgame for you because it was right. like 
<laughs> I was like, what is happening? Right. I'm right there with you. But those are good call outs, though, because I feel like it, it lands on why where I had the challenges with the season. And again, for mm. the listeners, I love this season. Don't get me wrong. It's a really um, good season. It's, it's just from a writing perspective, because I do write. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's easy to start picking up on certain things, like what conflicts are going to be driving, what characters. And I think that for me, that was why I watched this season. While, yes, I loved it, I kind of had a critical lens on because mm -hmm. we're now in the sophomore season. And sophomore season, sometimes are make or break for shows. Sometimes that's the it first is. season. But sophomore season, we're back with these characters. We're fleshing them out a bit more. And mm -hmm. again, it was still kind of much of the same for me. Like, it was... Yeah. Um, even with them bringing in Jeffrey's son, which I thought was a nice nod to the original. But if you know the original, you know Jeffrey's son ain't on it, right? So... Yeah. And it was like, okay, you're telling us as an audience, it's very crucial in a safety risk to mm -hmm. contact this young man. Yet we're about to fly him out to LA. There is no secrecy. We about to go down to a coffee shop or a restaurant. Like it just mm -hmm. felt very, I want to say messy to then get us to the point that someone's watching Jeffrey in the end. Right. Yeah. So it was like, there were ways of still doing that, whether it was will again there were certain moments that they could have fleshed out maybe mm -hmm. will took it upon himself to get the information to give to jeffrey and then jeffrey went behind the parents back and then now we have a situation right, right. okay give us that because it's will in a moment of like look i saw what this did with me not knowing my dad so mm -hmm. i'm gonna help you out right behind phil and you know aunt viv's back and then you find out the reason of like well will the reason why we kept you from your dad was this reason the reason we kept him from it, it i felt they could have gone a different way about it because yeah. to have them fly this young man out and then we don't get this picture until i think it was the finale it's like yeah so while yeah we know they're being watched y'all have set up jeffrey to be this great boss man hit hit man mm -hmm. he wouldn't be that lousy it's like, wait a minute, is he Jason Bourne or what is happening here? It's like, right. It's like, because when they just kind of like said, I was like, it's someone who calls and just hangs up. I'm like, and then you have a picture. I'm like, okay, so I'm very confused. Do they want him to find his son or do you want him? I'm like, okay, so I guess this is a arc that y'all are introducing here for season three. Because that's how I feel about the whole Uncle Phil got a new job and then homegirl from his past that don't fuck with Yo. his wife. And I was like, okay, so how? Oh, we're setting this up. Please don't tell me you set up an affair because I'm like, let me tell you something. Look, Uncle Phil a little too fine and I'm not fooling with y'all. Okay. <sighs> like, but, it mm. was just like, you know, it, it felt like, and again, I don't, is that necessary? Like, it's like and then come on, to, to tell us that Viv knows the past, right? Mm -hmm. And then Phil is telling Jeffrey, oh, well, you know, I know how to deal with Erica. But then for him to meet up with her for dinner, like, it just felt very, again, this is a moment where I'm like, okay, y'all are just trying to make stuff happen for the next season, because, like, I could tell. It just felt, from things that they've established, you're undoing it in this moment to push the story along, without there being, like, a proper prompting of that. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, I'm sorry, what are y'all trying to do? Because, mm -hmm. like, so those are my big three. I think the other thing was the Doc arc, where it was kind of like, I feel like y'all not going far enough when we talk about how, even though basketball seems to be a, bl a black sport, how easy it's not to get seen by the right scouts, especially at the high school level. Mm, so it's yeah. like, uh, I'm like, I feel like y'all could have did more because paying scouts to come to see folks. I'm like, I feel like people know that, but maybe they don't. But then mm -hmm. it's also, okay, so 
how far are we doing that? Because basically y'all setting up for Uncle Phil to just look the other way is actually kind of interesting to me. Yeah. It, <laughs> it, it, I don't, again, even from how they set it up in the pilot, right, of this season mm-hmm. or episode one, should I say, where we have the young man come into Doc's office and they look up Will and, you know, there's a kind of like that overshadowing mm-hmm. of like, well, they know who Will is to pump, his, him, pump him for money. Mm-hmm. But then we go through this season and it's like, well, no, I'm just trying to give these boys an opportunity. I'm like, sir, which is it? Like, it's like, I thought y'all trying to get Uncle Phil's money. Like, wait right. a minute, what? Because for me, so honestly, what I thought was going to happen when it started mm-hmm. was when they looked Will up and we see Will in the new, like the paper. I thought this guy had connections to the dude Will was running from in season one. And okay, I, so yeah, yeah. And I yeah. thought it was gonna be some type of tomfoolery of like, oh, Will is like, I'm getting payback for this. It's like, uh huh. And then it was gonna ruin him. That I was like, I thought that's what we were getting. I thought they knew who Will was mm-hmm. despite Phil's efforts. And I thought they were going to leverage Will in a means of payback. Instead, it was like, well, we know you, you know what we do, what you did for him. Can you do that for, for me? Yeah, it was like, wait a minute, that's what we're doing? <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, that's what we're doing? Mm-hmm. It, for reals? Oh, that's the thing. Oh, I guess Angela Bassett did not do the thing. It's Mm-mm. like, I don't even understand. I'm like, what is this? Yeah, what? and that was that that was what was, I think, a little weird for me was mm-hmm. that storyline too of, and again, I, I while drama in these things happen in real life, right? Like mm-hmm. there are scouts like that. There are, you know, people... I just feel like when you set it up within TV, like the pacing of it, like certain things have to make sense and, and carry us through. Um, and as much as I love a good villain, it's like, give me a villain, like give me a villain, right? Even though it's nuanced, it's complex, mm-hmm. but make the story land. And I felt like that story didn't land for me, even with the introduction of Jackie, like it, it just felt very like, okay, I- we're season two. We need something here as trouble, who do we introduce, you know, and I think that's the approach that was taken. And again, I do think to an extent, some of that that storytelling was very impactful because you're like, well, what the heck is happening? Like, mm-hmm. is Will going to sign? Is Will not going to sign? Yeah. But then it was just like the length Will was going to to impress this man, like, Doc, Doc, oh, Doc, Doc. Like, we yeah. didn't really even know that much it's about like, Doc. Wait a minute, you like, didn't know who Doc was last year. Now all of a sudden it's like he is Jehovah? I'm Right. And I feel like if they could have introduced him last season of like, oh, you know who that is? Who is that? Oh, no, that's Doc. Like he comes Mm -hmm. and poaches kids because like could could you imagine like a student from Will's team being Mm -hmm. poached? Right. Or someone else being poached because like this was a team that his own team even heard about. So it's like they could have dripped that in for us a little bit earlier of like, oh, we want to be like this team. Well, what team? Oh, yeah, Doc's team. You know, they're da 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 da. Give us this man because nothing about Doc was believable for me to put anything on the line. Like I'm like, you out here ruining your own basketball game at school for this man who ain't even a like what? Like what? I'm sorry. Bring the receipts. What receipts do you have that he has like made a difference in somebody's life? Like for real. I'm like, I need mm-hmm. to understand. But I maybe they just like I'm trying to like give benefit of dollar. Maybe they just didn't want to get too much into the weeds. Right. Yeah. And it's just I I don't know. But like I said, I still enjoyed it. Despite all my like feedback. Exactly. And, we're like, uh, we're it. saying all of this and we're like, we still really like the season. Because, well, my <laughs> thing is like when you when you know when when you see yourself on TV and when I see see yourself I'm talking about black people on mm-hmm. TV 
that's already an accomplishment, right? Like that's amazing. And it gives us like, oh my God, like look at that, look at us, like look at us, you know? Right. It is. But then you want to make sure that what we're putting out too is like solid because we know audiences sometimes who don't look like us when they Mm. go to watch it, this is sometimes their first interaction to many of these storylines that are relevant to us, right? As black people. Mm -hmm. And you want to make sure that it's impactful that walking away from it, while no, this should not be their barometer of how to engage with black culture and what we go through, but you still want to make sure that you're giving an accurate portrayal of some of the things that we do deal with. Um, And so I will say, I, even the family reunion episode, wow, that was very impactful. Like, I love seeing stuff like that. It just felt yeah. too short. It felt it was it like it was like we're here and we're gone. We're here and we're gone. And yeah, that's how I felt the stories kept moving was like kind of like a story of the week to which that works with like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air because that's more yeah. of like a oh, okay, it's kind of like a story of the week. Whereas with this, you have a full story you got to carry from start to finish and it just felt like a lot of things that we were given did not need to be there or they were thrown away with too early or the things that we got at the finish line. It was like, well, we could have done away with this earlier on. Correct. Cause I think the, one of the more compelling arcs from season one that I'm glad they kind of fleshed out is Lou. I feel like even though it's like Ben Vereen, hands down, love the mm-hmm. episode, love this episode, but actually seeing like, what would your father look like if he literally is a man who cannot stay out of prison, who has not been in your life. I'm like, how much, like, what would he actually look like? And so we actually got like somewhat of a accurate picture. I'm like, I'm sorry. I I don't ever see Marlon Wands as a serious actor, but he ate up the scenery in this day. I'm like, yeah, because this is a little bit, bit too real, which mm. I like. Because I'm yeah. like, yeah, Lou, I'm like, yeah, I kind of like this Lou. I kind of like saying like, Lou is not just like happy-go-lucky 30-minute comedy. I'm like, no, mm. this is, I'm like, why? Because one, you'll have to ask. Yeah, this is, I'm not asking anymore. Yeah, this is why I feel don't want you around this kid. It's like, no, you need to stay away. You need to stay away. It's like he got too much going on for him. Right. And I will say, you know, there I felt Marlon in a serious role was great. Like I, I did enjoy him because we really don't get to see him like that. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, and to your point, it's like there are certain things and people or or stories that are introduced where you're like, okay, yeah, oh, y'all did that. Like, oh, mm, yeah. <laughs> I it was like I don't know I feel with where we're leaving off in season two I don't know where we're going in season three because Mm. for Phil and Vivian both to know how Erica is what's the point of her character now right like if Vivian is saying she's gonna keep her eye on Erica and Phil Mm. is saying I know how to handle her that already removes the tension there's no mystery yeah there's no yeah. It's like, we know who she is, right? The thing with Jeffrey, for me, I feel could give us the most mystery. But even with that, it's like, okay, well, if, we, if they're going to do similar to the original show, we know that the sun is probably behind this foolishness. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's just, I think certain things shouldn't have been wrapped up too neatly. And even with, like, we got to get to my girl Hillary, because, you know, I love the fashions mm-hmm. and I love me some <laughs> Hillary. Even mm-hmm. her with LaMarcus, I... <laughs> That storyline for me, I was like, wow, LaMarcus is great to look at. Don't get me wrong. I would love he me is, a LaMarcus to buy uh, me a hello. billboard. To Put on the Hoochie Daddy feet, shorts, please, sir. Thank my you so much. And show out everybody. Okay. Like, I'm here okay. for all that. Because you know, Stephanie, I'll throw on some shorts in a minute. Yeah, come um, on. Come on. Um, I just felt like also, even with that, it was like, okay, we need to give her and Jazz conflict. This is the way to do it. Right? In addition to, because I felt what she shared with him about Jazz's own own insecurities, I felt worked better as a conflict already. Correct. Um, but like you're telling me, this 
LaMarcus character is going to show up. He's going to do the thing like Angela Bassett. Mm -hmm. And it just felt still kind of very hollow. It was like, okay, he's here. Hillary, you're telling Jazz, you don't know if you can trust him again, but then you're going to go back with this man. Now, granted, they didn't break up for bad reasons, right? Correct. But yeah. you also said in, in a breath before, like, oh, the house is doing well and like business is booming. So then how sway you about to leave and go with this man? Like, it was just... <laughs> it's, too many, it's too many questions. Because the thing about it, it, it was kind of like... Now, Chad saw her last season. Now, all of a sudden, he's developed insecurities. But I think he may have just been cosplaying, cosplaying as confident. And I think that's what we would really could see. But the thing about it is, is to a certain extent, I'm sorry, her going on the trip to LaMarcus... I'm sorry. I'm like, yeah, girl, go on. Because I don't have time for this. Because the thing about it is you're not going to ghost me because you are insecure. It was mm -hmm. kind of like, I I kind of like that it wasn't like you opened the door and she was with Jazz. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'd have been like, girl, you, you don't go to fucking Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, but this is my thing. I would take the trip to Paris. I mean, I would, I would be about it. It was just the way that the story was set up. Yeah, it was, was like, like, huh? It was like we watched Hillary all season build up the house to finally get to a point where it's on its feet and it's moving. And then all of a sudden you're just going to peace out when you're finally in the pot spot you want to be in. And I'm not saying that you can't go on a trip with, with your boo because trust and believe if LaMarcus came to me, I would be in a dilemma too. I'd be like, I'm just saying. I'm like, okay, so where, so when the flight? Right. But it's like <laughs> these writers establish things, right? We saw how hard it was for Hillary to finally get on her feet without old girl, right? And mm -hmm. like here she is and she's doing the thing. And then the first thing you're going to lead, like I, I, I felt in that moment what could have worked was Hillary being like LaMarcus, while I want to go to Paris, mm -hmm. this is coming first. And then him being like, well, cool, I'm staying. Because then you really set it up of like, well, right. now we know Jazz really got some work to do because if Hillary is focused on her grind and this man is okay with that and is supporting that to show that he's not insecure, that's going to yeah. give you much of a harder fight than them just up and going to Paris, right? Yeah. Jazz can save his little coins to take her somewhere. It may not be Paris. You can it take him to Pablo. Paris, Texas. Okay. You know, Paris and <laughs> Vegas. Paris at Epcot at Disney. Okay. But like, it just feels like okay we're at the end we got to give all these an ending and i will say the shot of it was great of them like making us try to think it was jazz but i was like nah she ain't talking to jazz mm -mm. um so there i just wanted more i wanted more like i felt we got a touch of of not a touch of emotion but like we really got to see a hillary emote more of like her staying in bed right and like the whole you know this is how you hurt me which that's very real like mm -hmm. i've been in, in relationships in the past before when the person you thought was your person really wasn't there for you how they needed to be mm -hmm. and it had to deal with their own insecurities and you know being able to question like if i come back with you are you can you guarantee with me that like that won't happen again and while mm -hmm. you know in a perfect world that person will say i could promise you that we don't live in a perfect world and that's on that person to be like i can't promise that and that was the most real response i actually love that he said i can't promise that because that's but more he said, i'm human. try yeah. right yeah and i was like, like yeah. girl 
if you don't get that man as much as right. I love me some Lamarcus, because I think in that moment it was him saying like Hillary, I can't promise you that, but like I can, tr I'm trying. Mm -hmm. And I think we're probably going to see that play out in season three. I'm sure um, with Lamarcus yeah. being an athlete, that's going to be a big thing. And I feel like what's unfortunately going to happen is we will see Hillary slip into like that trophy girlfriend role. But, right. you know, shouts to Hillary because I did enjoy her this season as I always do. And I enjoy her fashions. Um, I'm interested to see where their story goes. And, I and really agree because I need to understand this whole Lamarcus thing because it was like, how long had y'all been broken up? And then why all of a sudden he's like, I got to have you back in my life. I'm like, girl, what happened? Yo? What happened? Because why did y'all break up with the first? And I think may have, they may have touched his like maybe distance or this is not what I wanted it was for distance. my life. It right. was, it was, so he was going away mm -hmm. and she was, she was wanting to focus and it was the distance. It was like, they didn't think that she didn't want to do distance. So like they didn't break up on bad terms. terms yeah. And it was basically, okay. they were both choosing themselves, which again is not a bad thing. And I've always told people mm -hmm. this. I'm like, listen with my career my myself comes first and as much as when i am in love or in a relationship that is a conversation that my spouse or my partner and i have to have but i always mm -hmm. have to choose me now if i'm married that's different you know that's right. a different conversation but if we're just in a relationship like i have to still choose the things that i want to unless i'm in the point of my life where i'm like no nah, i'm good right like if i'm in a place where i'm like uh, -uh i'm where i need to be i'm good mm -hmm. but if i'm still wanting to push myself further i owe myself that right because i owe yeah. it be the best self that i i'm supposed to be and i'm supposed to chase my dreams just like you're supposed to chase your dreams and when i think of in context of athletes you know athletes make a great income they are doing a lot they travel a lot they're very well known mm -hmm. whereas their spouses as we see sometimes spouses don't want to be in the public eye and that's okay whereas you have those who are but then your life is fully swept into theirs you're no longer right. on your own it's girlfriend of wife right. of right. and for hillary to work so hard to you know get to this point in her career mm -hmm. i could see why they broke up because again she didn't want to be his just his trophy girlfriend but now here we are you've built yourself to a good standing and then all of a sudden you're just gonna kind of backslide because you're mad at jazz essentially like yeah the fact that he showed up despite being there for will right mm -hmm. first of all why was hillary not at the thing well yes you about to go with lamarcus but like if your brother and your cousin are up for an award why are you not there mm -hmm. that, that, that was the question i was like wait a minute hillary not here i was like where is she at but also i love that this um show this series is fleshing more out of hillary and she's not as flighty as she was on the com and i get it right. it's a comedy but it's like looking at like hillary wasn't floundering for too long it was like okay i'm like i, I like i left school i'm gonna figure this out and she seemingly figured it out and turned into like an influencer because mm -hmm. understand that's like pretty awesome quite frankly <laughs> but, yeah, it's like i'm like i like this I like yeah. this, you know, for her figuring herself out. So absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I'm what do you think man. about Miss Ashley? Okay, so I think season <laughs> three we're gonna um get into Ashley's queerness, which is very yes. interesting. But I think it's like I'm like even though I'm like saying like y'all we're we're saying like other stuff isn't fleshed out because of Ashley's age. I'm glad y'all taking baby steps with this because yes. of her age. Yes. <laughs> I, yes. I kind of like very much very pro-black Ashley as opposed like as opposed to pro-black Ashley because of Will. Mm -hmm. yeah, this has nothing to do with Will. This has everything to do with her. Yeah. Like kind of like that's by herself. But I like I think the um 
the fluid Ashley is coming season three. And that's what yep. we're leading up to. And I think that's going to be very interesting. I'm so, you know, as a part of the community, um, I'm excited for this storyline. I remember when last season it was kind of touched on, right? And mm-hmm. everybody and their mama was in an uproar. Like, oh my God, how dare you all do this? This is okay, a black show. Okay. Why we got to make everybody gay? Newsflash to the black community. There are black gay people, black lesbians, black trans people. Mm-hmm. Um, So just remember within Black Lives Matter, that's the rest of us too. Okay, back on track. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so. When it comes to Ashley, I what you said is what I noticed. I noticed they took a little foot off that gas this season because she is young, right? Correct. Let her focus on like, what she wanted to focus on. Not saying that she's not going to focus on like dating and stuff, but like mm-hmm. she clearly got her heart a little broken in the first season when she had a crush, you know? Um, yeah. So now here we are where it's like she's focusing on social justice and she's focusing on, you know, being who she wants to be, propelling Mm -hmm. herself forward with her education. And I like that we didn't get it until the finale. And it turned out to be the girl that she kind of really didn't care for. Right? Like, like, I thought so, she was pretty. I'm like, wait a minute, y'all like each other? I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. wait. <laughs> and so it was a nice little subtle nod, too, because, like, with her little pen, they gave like that for me was perfect storytelling. It mm. felt where it gave us just enough where we're like, okay, we know where this is headed. And again, too, I like, I think I like that setup a lot more than a lot of things that we got because yeah. now with Ashley, you have to resonate with the fact that you may have a crush on this girl who got your favorite teacher fired. And then what does that say about? you pursuing Mm -hmm. the person that kind of essentially ignited you being an activist at school yeah yeah because when she was like she was my favorite teacher too it's like was she though (laughs) was she (laughs) could have kept your mouth shut if she was i mean was she though Mm -hmm. so that's the thing like anything else we're like no y'all like the pacing is questionable with ashley from for us as soon as like it's for us the pacing is fine because Mm -hmm. like like seriously she's a child she <laughs> it's is. like she's, she's a child. A she's right, a so team. it's like we we can we can baby step that in and also let me put my little foot on my um my shoe box because mm-hmm. I don't have a soap box because <laughs> my, my my laundry um soap is liquid, so I don't have no box. Um let me let me tell y'all something. This whole thing where it's pushing an agenda and we're trying to um turn our children gay. Question for all of the folks that are of a certain age. <clears throat> If you look at, oh, I don't know, Boy Meets World, Saved by the Bell, were there a lot of um, queer folks on there? I'm pretty sure they weren't. So, you know, all the queer people that are adults now, what do you fuck do you think they were watching? <laughs> and that changed nothing. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I'm like, oh, Zach and um, Kelly are hooking up. So anyway, Slater and your hoochie daddy shorts. See how that work? That does not make any <laughs> sense. Yo, I'm like, girl, I'm like, it's not. Oh, God, I swear. It's like, have you are y'all okay? I'm like, so question, how how many queer folks do you think have straight parents? Mm. How many do you think my, you do? My parents, my parents straight, so. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like, like, I'm like, you do this, it's like, we can't have gay parents because they'll turn the kids gay. I'm like, so how many queer folks do you know who have straight parents? Right. Let I me mean, just know, let me just, uh, what's the stats? Hold on, let me check the census. Go on ahead and t- tap that calculator. <laughs> you know do i need to go get like a peer-reviewed article because y'all sound stupid and i'm like i'm tired of other straight people embarrassing me (laughs) i'm like they're like you're a unicorn i'm like i'm i'm not i really am not i'm like i am no unicorn there are people who are straight and think just like me 
Mm-hmm. I am not no unicorn out here. It's just the ones that's usually wrong. They're rather loud. And they're the ones Literally. who like get to come in these rooms. Let me tell you, I'm like, baby, if you're quoting anything to me that Marjorie Tyler Green has said, you have lost me. <laughs> it's like, I know you are not quoting that bozo, that 40, that circus peanut that used to be president. If you are like quoting oh God, anybody who literally does not have a like a smart bone in their body please miss me because Mm. here's the thing about candace owens candace owens talks like this candace owens has a very um attractive cadence to her voice this is what it sounds like she says one times seven is 443.45 the sky is green the ocean is full of purple alligators she's fucking stupid she just has a very pleasant cadence and i'm tired of y'all being stupid okay it's just i uh, like with shows like this right it's okay to have critiques because clearly Mm -hmm. we're sitting here we're talking about it you know and like we can give critiques while still loving something but when they when they come at shows of like well why are you making people gay or why are you doing this it's like newsflash what world do you live in like we live in a beautiful melting pot of a world. And yes, it's yeah. crazy and insane right now, but let's not act like Black people who were a part of the LGBTQIA plus two-spirit community did not exist, right? Okay. Um, and it, and I think that's what frustrates me the most about this. And to be honest, Stephanie, I view viewers of shows like this the same as viewers of reality TV. Mm. There's something about these shows that you're watching that you yourself seek validation and gratification from. And the moment that there is something that's introduced that you don't like, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. you then instantly have a problem with it. Newsflash, this show was not made just for you that sits at home on your couch. This show was made for all of us who want to watch this show. These writers are telling stories that they want to tell. The the showrunner is telling stories that they want to tell, right? So just because you don't want Black queer characters on your screen doesn't mean that that's going to happen. If that's the case, turn the channel and shut up about it. I mean, um, please watch and, something else. And it's like, they did this, <laughs> not only with this, they did it with P-Valley. They did, And it's like, yeah. my question for these people, and you know, we can switch gears, but I love to give the congregation a thought, although I put mm-hmm. my bishop thing down. Um, he took but, his collar off, he put it back on y'all. <laughs> all I'm going to say is this, is like, when you really think about it, and you really like, watch these shows and you know you have these opinions of people who are different from you Mm -hmm. um just as much as we fought as black people to have equality and i know we're still a long way from there but like Mm -hmm. what gives you the right to criticize another marginalized community who's not doing anything to hurt you and then before i finish that y'all know y'all have black queer people in your churches Mm -hmm. your workspaces Mm -hmm. um black that queer culture has really propelled a lot, right? Look at mm-hmm. Renaissance as an album. Like, uh, okay. Look at a lot of different things, sayings that y'all say, right? Mm-hmm. Styles that you wear, people that you try to imitate. That comes from Black queer culture. And what frustrates me the most about stuff like this is because just because something is different, you have a problem with it. Newsflash, mm-hmm. just because you have a problem with it, don't make you hire on any type of social hierarchical system, income bracket, economic status. It just makes you phobic. Feeling whatever comes before that, you're just phobic. Um, and <laughs> then you have to think about too, maybe 
you know, when you say all these things, how do you feel when people say they don't want black people on television? That's just something to think about. So, so back to our conversation. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Because thank you for saying that, Brandon, because I, we've been in the rooms and I'm like, y'all don't like when when we say this, but Y'all know y'all sound like white people, don't you? Mm-hmm. Do you really think white people wanted to see y'all? Why we got to have niggers on screen? You act like these conversations do not happen. Literally, mm-hmm. a black woman kissing Captain Kirk was an issue. They're like, why are we seeing this? This is not necessary. So to watch like literally black people or anybody from a press group literally sound like privileged white people is laughable to me. It's like, mm-hmm. you realize you just sound like white people. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is like, either. It's just crazy because it's like, here we are with the show. And again, we are giving it critiques from a standpoint of like, we love this show. Correct. You know, we're just giving our nitpicking perspective (laughs) (laughs) versus someone who's like, oh, no, I will not watch this this. because they have like, girl, okay, while you still are not tuning in, I'm sure they're still getting the bag. And I'm sure that we that still enjoy it, we'll still watch it. So yeah, I hope those people out there who were like that, I hope they find something else to watch because we will still keep enjoying it. I mean, um, but what do you think, Stephanie, will happen now? So you know the writer strike is happening. Oh my um, yes. right now. Oh. And so and I mean, mm. listen, I support the writer strike. Agreed. Um, you know, I I am a writer, so like I'm here for it, I'm here with it. Mm. Um, and I back it fully. Do you think that this is gonna like hurt how soon we get the next season or what the next season will look like? I have a feeling it will because I remember the last writer strike. Mm-hmm. And believe me. PB was trash, okay? It was Heroes, like, anyone? Them. Lost Hello? anyone? <laughs> Hello? And it was like, pay them. It's like, the thing about it, if you are a writer on a very um, successful show, you should not be talking about, I don't have enough money to do X. I'm like, okay. So that for me is a problem. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm very much, I'm very much pro the uh, WGA strike please give people their money they okay. should not have to say i'm gonna stop working until you pay me it's like you can't like the thing about it is they're working through the pandemic and still getting y'all ad dollars still getting the streams still getting all of like the views please please stop paying people peanuts right literally it's like <laughs> literally. it's like come on it's like no so yeah we're old enough to remember that it was like yeah, y'all, do y'all remember this? Do y'all really want to do this again? I don't think you do, because believe me, if y'all Google it and see all the all the thinkity think pieces before think piece was a thing, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you're gonna want to just pay them. Yeah, just pay them. Like we're not doing this. Pay them. <laughs> it's like, yeah, nope. TV was trash. And it's like some of our best shows just went out sad. True. Lee. I was not Lee. a Lost fan. I was a Heroes fan. And sorry about the reboot. I'm like, girl. I, I ain't watched that. I tried. I was like, look here. If y'all not gonna have Zachary Quinto there, y'all can keep it. Kiss my ass. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, no. So I was re-watching Heroes um, season one the other day because you know it's on Peacock as well. Yes! Mm-hmm. I, I, I was like, oop. Wait, do I want to do a rewatch of? And Heroes? I will tell you, it's it's. I would say give it a rewatch, but like, really? yeah, that writer strike, mm-hmm, that writer <sighs> strike really messed that show up. Um, yeah. so I'm interested to see how Bel Air fares. I hope they yeah. just hold. I hope they just hold. It's like because we don't need it right time. away. Yeah, uh-huh. we don't need it right away. Like we, when was season one? Like, wasn't it like last fall, last summer? Yeah. Um, or was it earlier last year? Because I know I was moving. 
So yeah. my timeline of last year is off, but oh, it was, you know what? It was last February to March. Okay. Um, okay. So around similar timelines, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was like right before my move had happened. It was like, um, okay. Okay. Yeah. It was so, right move. I mean, we could wait a little bit. Hell, we wait long That's for Stranger fine. Things. Excuse me. Uh, I'm still, you know what? Uh, I hope they finish writing Stranger Things because if this writer strike delay us another year on this ending of Stranger Things, Stranger Things should have ended like three years ago. Hello? These kids are now in college. Because now I'm like, the- do I want to rewatch Stranger Things? Because it's like when it came back that last season, I was like, oh crap, I don't remember what the hell happened. <laughs> what, what do I need to rewatch? I'm like, Lord. And I'm like, wait a minute. Now I'm like, wait a minute. House of, House of the Dragon is not back. I'm like, Oh hell! Now we gotta wait three and a half more years. Well, they said House of the Dragon is still gonna be filming. Um, they said they already have all scripts written, but like, oh, they do. Okay, they, but this is the thing: scripts still have to be rewritten. I mean, hello, there hello, are some edits. things. There are things that come from table reads. There are things that come from on the set. There, well, there are things that happen with re. So I'll be interested to see because remember the one movie? <laughs> did you did you see 007? I believe it was Quantum of Solace. That was just not. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not even a 007 fan and I'm like girl what is this mm-hmm. <laughs> what so is this I, I just hope that the Bel Air crew holds we just need them to hold it's, we just need you know them it's okay hold. just take a like let just just wait until the strike because the thing that I can't remember how long the strike really was but it was long enough it was long that was long and I mean hey I'm all about people getting they just do so so it's like that's it. Take your time. I will go and rewatch Legend mm-hmm. of Korra season okay. three. As Brenda said, is that girl? Because it is. Is that girl? She it's really that is. Korra's that girl and that season two. I loved Korra. I because one. Okay, this is not about Legend of Korra. Let's talk about Bella because this is not about <laughs> Legend of Korra. And I'm like, I'm tired of y'all acting like this. That show. We'll do a special ass. episode. We got to do a yes, special. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Because I'm like, if y'all re- like, it's it's on Netflix. All four seasons. Korra got four seasons and got three. Now check that. <laughs> but also the seasons they were, were long. longer, they were so long. it's like it might, it probably will um, shake out to be the same. But let me just say this: y'all gonna stop, y'all gonna stop throwing dirt on Cora's name, okay? Y'all gonna stop it, stop it right now. So Brandon mm-hmm. will be back because we're gonna talk about Legend of Cora. Yeah. Um. So we talked about like the stuff we're like, now come on, y'all. So here's the thing that, so here's one of the things that I was like, this is like the cornerstone of the show, and we need to keep it. Mm-hmm. The complexity of Carlton Banks. Yo. He fucking carries, that character carries this season. He really, you know, I did, I remember last season, I was a little concerned with where they were headed mm-hmm. with Carlton. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm very thankful to see where he is now. Yeah. Um, And when it comes to Carlton's character this season, I think the only critique that I did have for him, I think it was twofold. One was with, and it wasn't more so for him, it was just the writers of like trying to understand Mm -hmm. with someone who is struggling for addiction, Mm -hmm. I didn't feel he could go as long as he did without proper care and treatment Mm -hmm. and resources because he was addicted. Like season one, homie, you just ain't like, oh, well, (laughs) bye. You're not an occasional drug addict. This is right. Right. "Mm, And so that I was kind of like, okay. But so seeing it come back full force this season while tying it to like his anxiety, you Mm -hmm. know, that was an interesting approach. And like his friend can go hop in a lake. Like I, I initially thought it was the boy 
wanted him to be back with him. So he released the video. Like, I thought that was going to be it. Was yeah. that, oh boy, what was his name? Uh, uh, was it, was it, it no, Connor, Kyle? Connor, oh. Connor, Connor, um, <laughs> like, Connor, Kyle, Connor. what's his yeah, name? Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was going to be Connor behind it as a means of like, oh, I didn't know who released the video, man. I'm so sorry that happened. You know, I'm mm-hmm. a lose too, but let's go ahead on these vendors and then come to find yeah. out good old Connor win. Like, I thought that's where we were headed with that. Like, I mm. thought he was purposely going out to tear Carlton down. Yeah. You know, but mm-hmm. here we have it, drunk, ben- the drunken and in, in, in drug vendors and all these things. And, you know, Carlton's character this season went through a lot. And something that I liked that they did show us was the the conflict internally of wanting to do the right thing, but what if it jeopardizes you, mm. right? Because I think a lot of us go through that, especially being black and like wanting to make sure we speak up and stand out and protest and 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 shout out the things that are wrong in the world or that are racist, right? Yeah. And I'm not saying that you know how he went about it was the right way, but until you're in that position, are we anyone to judge, right? Because while Carlton, what he did was wrong, like I wouldn't have done it. But mm-hmm. to think about a high schooler, right, who is trying to secure his own future while still trying to do the right thing, because we knew where he aligned, like we saw the conversation, but then how he got a panic attack, right? Mm. But even beyond the panic attack, we knew where he stood. And I think that this is such a great conversation that needs to happen more mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, Y'all know I stand ten, to- ten toes down wherever I am, right? Like I don't, I don't care who I'm around. I'm gonna speak up for a cause. But you have this character who has the world because his family has a great income bracket. To see him with such conflicts of like, well, if I do this, like, what does that mean for me, right? And mm-hmm. I think where Carlton's trying to have his own footing because of course he could rely on Viv and Phil as much as they try to say they tough parents they told Hillary she can move home anytime she want to move you know like mm-hmm. we know how they are as parents I right. think what this showed was Carlton not viewing himself as enough or lovable to have that security of the family heaven forbid something goes wrong i.e. Yeah. his drugs mm-hmm. i.e. it was his anxiety and so he was probably thinking and again I, i'm not in the writer's room so i'm just probably i may be giving too much credit but what i took away from it were two things one i was like carlton like doing the right thing never bites you in the butt right but he's young and he doesn't know that but what i also took away from it was this is someone who's trying to make sure that he's okay at the end of the day with yeah. his flaws and all because yeah. as much as family likes to say like oh we got you oh we here for you oh blah 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 we saw as much of a battle that he went through just to get his medicine reduced right mm-hmm. and then no one knew that he was struggling with drugs other than i think it was will so it was like yeah you know you really have this character at first i did not really care for carlson season one mm. but to now have this character where you're like okay what would i do in this moment right like Mm-hmm. What would I do while like, yeah, I don't want to drop the fight, but then it's like, yeah, do I then want to get suspended? Because then it's like the consequences that I fall on, right? Like, what does mm. that mean for my future and my career? Present state as as a black gay man in America myself, like I have enough income, 401k and and now, um, because mm-hmm. I was just I went through a lot within the last two years, but like, and I know I have people who support me, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, you have a young man who, yeah, his family has money, but if he's not doing what they like, we see how that goes. Or we see the friction between him and Phil because of when Will got there. And so, 
again, we don't know what people who deal with anxiety deal with because, again, it's different for everyone. Yeah. And I think that scene in itself is a scene I try not to judge him or watch that with a judgmental lens because until we are in certain situations, we don't know the decision that we will make, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, I think that's why I love the complexity of Carlton because I think when we see on television, when you see like the token Black person in a on, in a predominantly white space, to a certain extent, we don't get in the weeds about how that looks mentally for that person because mm-hmm. Carlton had these issues before Will even got there. And it's like, to a certain extent, did they, did it exacerbate his issues? Maybe, but not really. Cause mm-hmm. like homeboy had this drug problem before he got here. So he always had this issue. So him getting back on drugs, I was not surprised by cause Hello, we watch Intervention and we watched other things. It's like, it is not that easy to kick a habit. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of people who are functioning drug addicts who can literally fool a lot of people because mm-hmm. they, literally he fooled people who literally have known him his entire life. They mm-hmm. had no clue. It's like, no. wait, it's like, oh, wait, you're this is not your anxiety medicine. No, it is not. It's a whole different one. And then to see like the anguish with his parents, like we have failed him. Because essentially, it's, it's like there's no way that you can't feel that way. Because right. like you can sit here and go like, "Well, I'm like, no, it's not y'all fault." It's like, yeah, tell any parent that they're right. all gonna feel like, "Hey, I kind of fucked up my kid. Where the hell was I? How did this happen under my watch? How mm-hmm. did this happen?" Yeah. So, yeah. So it's kind of like I like that conversation. I also like that he literally voiced what a lot of people who literally have to be the perfect black person, the literal. I am the example of mm-hmm. what blackness is to all of these white people or non-black people. So that's a lot of pressure. So yeah, it's kind of like I'm glad that you're showing that because I think people think like, oh, being popular is so easy. I'm like, yeah, because one, it's like, um, being the only in a white space may get you in the room Hmm. but it it ain't gonna keep you there unless you play by their rules right and that is a lot to ask for anyone it's like girl i don't have time to be um i don't want to be your perfect jody doll i stop being a black kid and just be a kid i'm sorry i really like jody from daria because it's like (laughs) mind you these are white writers these are white writers you kind of touched on this i'm like so you must have young daria i love daria daria is Uh, such a good rewatch so so timely so timely i was thinking the theme song right (laughs) i love that show so the thing about it's like like carlton's arc is the strongest because it brings in a lot of other things because then you got your blackity black people on one side and then you got the folks that have gotten to a place playing the white supremacy game with respectability politics like the teacher mm-hmm. so it's like uh, that's a lot of different blackness on one daggone show and i'm kind of glad that y'all are all seeing it's like blackness is not a monolith we're not a monolith so you're going to find these people like you want to have to play this game if you want to be successful that doesn't mean i'm being you're being yourself and right. so we're gearing up to oh lord what are we are we gearing up for is carlton going to rehab I would not be surprised if that actually does happen. Mm-hmm. So I I feel like what we will get is Carlton maybe 
not necessarily missing, but like MIA, see, like first uh, two, one to two mm, episodes, if he okay. is in rehab, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then having him come back, or they could just start with him coming out of rehab. I definitely think he's going to rehab. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's where we'll get his true arc coming in, um, to really right. solidify the growth for him. Mm-hmm. Um, where where I see the story kind of getting, where I see it kind of getting to a point of friction will be Carlton will probably be coming back from rehab and needs the support of the parents, but they'll both be busy. Um, Phil being with the new office, managing and dealing with Erica, and then Viv now being, um, you know, on the board, was the board. Um, So it's, I think we will finally see that. And I think what we will see is Phil probably having to take a a backseat to Viv's career to help support Carlton. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm interested, I'm interested to see where Carlton goes um, with this because I, I did enjoy him really hitting rock bottom and i i i appreciated them showing that sometimes that is what it's like like you think someone will will change or have the light bulb moment before but sometimes it does hit it does hit at rock bottom Mm -hmm. of like a i i need to save myself i got to speak up i got to say something and um seeing how he did ashley i was like oh lord um but like you know i'm glad that carlton was able to essentially free himself of everything mm-hmm. that he was going through. And so I'm interested to see where we go with Carlton Future State. Yeah, again, another storyline that I'm like, I'm glad we didn't go too far of him beating on his younger sister. Like, yeah, oh, we don't yeah. need to see this. Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, the wave has crashed against the shore. That's it. That's all we need. We don't need yeah, anything else. Uh, I'm good. like, yeah. nope, I'm good. Um, I think the other, I don't know. So... I think I like this Viv. I'm wondering if we are going to get old school Aunt Viv in season three. It's like you see, you saw like the um the Fresh Prince reunion and you uh-huh. see that they basically worked out their beef. I'm like, so does that mean we get an old school Viv? I hope three? so. Because I'm real. I'm like, she need to be here. I'm like, we got old school Will's mama. We got new school uh, Viv. Viv. We got Ashley. It's like, I'm surprised we have not seen old school Carlton. Um, I'm very surprised by this. I mean, I, so Carlton and, cause did he go to the reunion? He was at the reunion, right? He was. was he mm-hmm. Okay. He was. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely think we will see them pop up. Yeah. Maybe we'll see a Carlton, a Carlton moment. Mm-hmm. How we got Ashley to Ashley. And in, in terms yeah. of Vi- uh, Viv, um, maybe we will see her when our new Viv is like out doing the art stuff. And so maybe that'll be a, a means to bring her in. What I will say with Viv's storyline this season, though, I need them to give her more. Um, I always just feel like she kind of gets like the short end of the stick. Like we got beautiful. Who was that? Michael Ely last season. And then we didn't even get him. this. It was kind of like, was a, like what was the point of showing us this beautiful man with green right. eyes? A green um, eye bandit. Then- belong over there in potomac um but then you know you really get her which i did appreciate with like her art gallery stuff but i even Mm -hmm. felt with that storyline it was stretched where it was like okay y'all gonna have to say something else because what is happening here right like we have the gallery thing going and then the back and forth and then her getting the role like that for me just felt too stretched of a story where I yeah. really wish they would have let her lean in more. Like we really got mm-hmm. to see her like creating more and, yeah. you know, the positioning of that role. I mm-hmm. I feel what could have happened for me in my perfect world. <laughs> she would have gotten that role by like episode four. Like we could have did the debuting or whatever by like episode two, three, uh, mm-hmm. have that gallery or, or four or five. And mm-hmm. then what you could do is... um 
And then what you could do is have it where she has a conflict with the former woman, but then this new role is keeping her busy, letting yeah. Erica weasel her way in. Like, it just... Uh, again, I think the way it was laid out for me, I was like, we could have shuffled some things around. But I just want Viv to have more next season. I hope we get that with her in this new position. Agreed. Because it's kind of like, I like that they it got a little bit messy, but not too much. And I'm kind of glad they just decided to just kind of like convince her to retire herself. But it's like, yeah, because let's be very clear. A lot of white people only like the Highlander of it all. It can only be one. It can't be both. Y'all couldn't have like stretched it to make it seem like y'all need to be more collaborative. Because sometimes mm-hmm. that whole crab in a barrel thing is fostered by the environment that you're in. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's kind of like, because one, I think the whole, she felt undermined by new school Viv, because I literally cannot remember this woman's name. Hello, I'm sorry. Oh, it was, oh. Um, I'll tell you her name. You're talking about when um, when they were doing like the art gallery stuff and um, what was her name? Right, right. Because it's like it, all of a sudden it's like she's trying to undermine you at everything, at every pass. I'm like, okay, so can y'all give us examples? Because I feel like Which we felt weird. Yeah. Didn't understand that. It was kind of like Janice. Janice. Janice, thank you. So that's so funny. It's a Janice. Ha <laughs> Uh, (laughs) but the thing about it is i feel like y'all could have flushed this out just a little bit more but i'm kind of glad that it was resolved in a way that didn't turn into two black women slinging mud even though we kind of could see that but it also did not really dive into what was janice's issue with viv yeah it's like what was your issue it's like and um, again they could have fleshed that out more too. It was like, they could have given us like a, you know, well, as a black woman, you need to be doing art this way. Or mm-hmm. they didn't really break down into that because it could have been respectability politics, right? So yeah, they could have given us that. But to your point, yeah, we didn't really know her issue. And that's like, that's why I say they could have given Viv more because again, it's like, they're introducing certain stuff, but then it's like, all right, that's all, that's over. And it's like, it's wait, like, well, what, what? Oh, okay. Because she, she seems so like excited that? for her first season. That's why I was like, wait a minute. Now all of a sudden she don't like her? Like, right. what? <laughs> it's like, what is happening here? I don't, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm like, are y'all trying to give us like, she is mean church lady. Is that what y'all trying to tell us? Mm-hmm. Is, that, 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 is that what's happening? Because I don't like that. Okay. I don't like that. <laughs> uh, so BuzzFeed Mm-hmm. As this um, agree or disagree quiz of season two opinions. Okay. I was like, oh, we got to play this. Cause I'm like, huh? Okay. So it I'm is ready. called 15 things I need to get off my chest after watching season two of Bel Air. Let's see okay. if you agree. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> Let me start off by saying, I don't like Phil. I didn't realize not like if Phil was a thing. Cause he a little too fine. Oh. I'm like, uh, uh, I mean, I do like him to look at, but his character can be a little wishy-washy. He, he, okay. he be, he's like, I didn't realize. Hugh, she will. Hugh, glad I got this off my chest. This man is filled with too much pride and self selfishness for me to like him. He is mm-hmm. not my Uncle Phil. <laughs> I agree. Okay, I can, I can agree with that. He I, is very selfish. I, like, I can agree with that. May James Avery rest in peace. I feel like if he was still here, it'd be him and Reginald Val Johnson doing these um, insurance commercials with TV Dad. <laughs> the fact that it is um, Reginald that doing it, I'm like, I'm glad. I'm like, yeah, that's right. Because, you know, if 
Bill Cosby wasn't shit, he'd probably be doing these um, commercials. But that's his head on that. <laughs> so, you know, let me just leave that alone. So according to BuzzFeed, 56% agreed with her statement. I'm like, mm. okay. Um, oh, wow. I didn't realize this too. And I'm like, huh. I honestly don't like Uncle Phil and Aunt Viv together. I think she deserves a husband who supports her dreams and is not out entertaining meetups with his ex. Mm. Mm. I don't know if I would go as far as saying I don't know if I like them to don't like them together, but I yeah. will say like he needs to step up at home. I will give it that. That so I so I guess I'm a disagree. Seventy five percent agree with her, and oh. I'm like I I'm sorry. This see the Uncle Phil and the Uncle Viv that we see. I'm like I'm sorry. I want to I want them to create an OnlyFans. No, oh, I, I'm being completely honest here. I'm like I'm sorry. Uncle Phil a little too fine. And I'll be able to find. Like, seriously, when is the OnlyFans right. happening? Right. When is demon time? Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why am I like this? An episode like, called ooh, Demon Time. Ooh, Lord have mercy. Lord. Oh, Lord. She be like ordering from Savage Friendly. All her Shein stuff coming in. This would be great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of messed up how Will did Lisa. He said he jumped into their relationship too fast, but then jumped into a situationship with Jackie even faster. LOL. It's not fair how he's playing with her heart one minute in Lisa's face and another minute in Jackie's. What was the question if we agree with? If you agree or disagree with this. That Will is a is a playboy? Is it's, he yeah, a... it's kind of messed up how he's treating Lisa. Oh, I mean, I agree with that. Because he was the one, didn't he ask for the space? And then I could have swore he did. Yeah, because it was she, yeah, because remember he was going through things and mm -hmm. it I was him trying space. to leave Bel Air. And then mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're gonna talk. Yeah, it was I yeah, mm -hmm, He wasn't it. He was not it. <laughs> yeah, 80% agree. Mm -hmm. So it's like that 20%. I don't know. Maybe they just don't like Lisa. Yeah. Because Lisa is also all over the place because it was like, huh. But again, Will Dick, it is kind of messed up. I'm I'm sorry, Will. I'm it's, sorry, it's Jabari. Mm-hmm. get it together okay um, hoo -hoo. i love jazz i really do but he is too insecure i'm not about to sit in a restaurant and watch your car decline multiple times and mm -hmm. i'm not and so i know this woman is black i'm not finna argue about it in public it's better for him to date someone of his caliber jazz Ooh. i think coco jones wrote that song for you he he um, well, I feel like that was too broad because like, okay, the insecurity thing is one thing. The car mm -hmm. declining is something else. Clearly he was trying to do something nice and like, it just went over the bracket. Correct. So I don't know if those are the same thing. I don't know if he needs to quote unquote date within his caliber. Cause like LA is home for anybody and everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I am a firm believer of love is love. Like when I go out dating, I'm not saying that I need to have a millionaire or someone making six figures. Would that be nice? Absolutely. But I'm not going to turn you down. Oh Lord. Cause I heard our good sis <laughs> the other day say that she wouldn't date a bus driver. Um, I mean, I saw like, that and I'm like, and you're talking to Iyana Van Zandt. Like, let me tell you something. Find <laughs> me a picture of Rosa Parks for me to talk. Girl, quote some Cardi and say this stuff. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm being um, so I don't know if I would say that. I mean, but I guess for the sake of the context of the question, I have to agree. Like he is insecure. So yeah, I it's like he is. The thing, about, I don't know if it's too insecure because we didn't see his insecurities right. the first time. So I just think he is insecure, but I still agree. Right. But not about the caliber part. Cause I'm like, I think on paper or I'm sorry, in photo jazz and Hillary are very cute, mm -hmm. but it's kind of like, I'm like, I don't know if he's too insecure, but it does. 
breed insecurity. So 70% agreed with that. Right. Like, hmm. but I'm sorry, the whole, I'm not finna argue. Yeah, we know who she is. <laughs> hey, girl. Like, come on, finna. They're like, so it's probably some white person going, finny or woo chile. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and still, I'm like, why are you videotaping your white friends who don't know what the fuck they talk? You know what? Never mind. Let me shut up. LaMarcus is a much better match for Hillary. He understands being in the spotlight. He's confident and well-paid. Yeah, I said it. Okay. And he knows how to apply pressure. Sidebar. I'm Hil- I'm glad Hillary decided to join him in Paris. Bon voyage, sis. How do we know he's well-paid and confident? I don't necessarily agree that they're a good match just because of all those I, things. I, I have disagree to with that. I have to I disagree. disagree. I'm like, I, I don't I've know dated, that. I've dated an athlete before. Um, mm-hmm. And I will just share, like, it's not all what it's cracked up to be. So, I mean, just because he's doing those things doesn't make him a great man or a great fit as a partner. I mean, it really doesn't. Because I'm like, what makes you think he is confident? I'm like, sir, they broke up. And he just, he did apply right. the pressure. That part right. I agree with. Because he was very like, I ain't leaving without you. And it's like. Pressure, so, like Ari Lennox right. say. Exactly, he brought the pressure. <laughs> I get it, but it's like I'm sorry, I don't, I don't know if he's a better match because we don't know that. Right. Thirty eight percent disagreed with that statement, like we mm. did. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I can't say that. Oh boy. Ooh, okay. This is <laughs> this is gonna be funny. Now, Miss Hillary isn't completely innocent. I think she at least owed Jazz a warning that Lamarcus was coming to the art show. And asking your ex for a favor while you're in a relationship with someone else is a bit tacky, if you ask me. I think she needs to sort out her feelings before accepting massive favors from any man. But then you just okay. You know what? Nope. We're going to leave it by nope. A favors from okay. I'm going to agree with the parts of I do think she should have let Jazz know. Mm -hmm. Um, although she tried to play it off of like this is business. Mm -hmm. Um, you still need to say that on the front end of like, look, I need to do this. I want you to know it's Mm -hmm. just business, not something after the fact, because the fact that she hit it let uh, lets us know as an audience she knew something was up with that. Correct. So I do I do agree that she should have given him a heads up because again at the end of the day that's an ex, right? And if we haven't even gotten to the parts about talking about our exes fully or deeply is that fair to bring said person around without me really knowing like the context right so right i agree i agree with their statement yeah it's like girl we ain't finna argue with you either okay we're not gonna mm-hmm. argue but 92 but wow 92 percent agreed mm. i'm not oh <laughs> okay wait oh poor poor oh poor drake drew is literally the worst that's the boy's name that dropped the video Oh, okay. uh, I was like, Drew? I'm like, what? I'm thinking Drew I was, I was like, like drop it with Drew. With Drew. <laughs> like, what? what? Like, we ain't got to this season yet. Drew is literally the worst, exclamation point. I'm glad Carlton knocked that smirk off his face because he deserved every punch. Um, yeah. Agree. Agreed. <laughs> well, I don't even got to go into it. Like, agreed. Wait, like, agreed. 96% agreed because I'm sorry. He was cruising for a bruising and I'm glad um, he went down the right road to get his ass. Okay. Amen. I appreciate how I like how she how she put this in asterisk. How classy Aunt Viv is, but sometimes I wish she'd clap back just a little more. She's too considerate of other people's feelings, including her husband's, and I'm tired of people taking advantage of her kindness. I disagree. I think that she I disagree. I think that she does does do it but mm-hmm. i'm a firm believer of once i've said something one time i don't need to say I'm it again i'm just gonna i'm just it. gonna adjust myself and i think that was where we got her when she was like 
why is it that I always support you, but you see in that mm -hmm. moment, has she let that go? I'd have been like, I disagree with the statement, but correct, you know, that so I think that she, I don't know, I think that she does enough. So, whatever I they do. said, I had to disagree with, you know, yeah, I don't, yeah, um, 89% agree with her, but I'm a disagree as well because mm -hmm. one, if that was the case, then she would have dropped her claim to getting this job if she really mm -hmm. was all about like not doing it. People it's like, baby. Yeah, because I think what it is is that we don't like saying having the angry black woman trope, but then also saying, girl, you need to get angry. I'm like, but right. girl, I'm aware of my surroundings. I understand. Right. So I don't understand that. Okay. <laughs> Phil fails to see that his pressure makes Carlton's addiction worse. He really formed his lips to say that Carlton didn't have the strength to say no to peer pressure. Meanwhile, he's saying yes to his ex. His embrace with Carlton in episode 10 was very touching, but he's still a hypocrite who needs to be mindful of how his temper is affecting his family. Um, I agree. I don't necessarily think it's his temper, yeah. but I do think it's his double standards. And I yeah. do think that it, so I agree because again, Phil is out here being reckless too. So he's being reckless and it's very much like, I think when it came to, I got to help Will, mm -hmm. I can't help you. I'm like, oh baby, he's still your son. Like mm -hmm. I get it that is your nephew, but also, that's your, son. That's, your, that's your son, but also, are you saying that Will is not strong enough to do this? I'm like, I, right. girl, what are y'all saying? Again, Carlton's drug problem been there for a very long time. Right. So 87% agreed, because we agree. It, yeah, okay, okay. It turns out Doc is not the villain, but I don't know. It's something about Suge Knight, LOL, shout out to our Marcus Taylor, I'm, being Doc's bodyguard, that makes me still not trust him. Yeah, it kind of that's kind of fizzled out for me. Mm -hmm. It's like he's not the villain. I'm like, so who exactly is the villain then? So now I'm confused. <laughs> I'm like, he's still a fucking villain. Like, he's still a villain because he like, wasn't honest. He wasn't honest about his intentions. So right. I'm like, I'm sorry. He's still yeah. the villain. It's like, um, yeah. It's like, he's not a villain, but it's like, I still don't trust him. I'm like, I don't know. Uh, agree? I mean, I don't even know what to say. Because I'm like, I don't know what I'm agreeing or disagreeing to. I'm like, yeah. I'm sorry. He is the villain. Mm -hmm. But I still don't trust him. Maybe agree. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I, I, I don't know. I feel like Ashley's storyline got pushed on the back burner this season. It started off strong with her fight for Mrs. Hughes, but quickly faded after that. She's often in the background of everyone else's moment, and I like the show to dig deeper into Ashley's world. Um, I agree. I do think that they need a better balancing act of mm -hmm. who we're focusing on. Maybe they should focus, like, because I don't think they do this, but maybe the episodes focus on someone. So, like, one episode really focuses on one person, one episode, mm -hmm. because I would like to see I don't I forget what shows or movies have done this where you get to see things from different perspectives and timelines. Yeah. And I think that would be impactful, like an uh, episode told by this person's point of view, right? And mm -hmm. then you get this person's point of view. And you're like, oh, okay. I think that would be more impactful. And I, I do agree that Ashley's story, and it's something that we talked about earlier, that story could have gone all season. So I, yeah. I do agree with that. Yeah. So is it 87%? Because I agree. It's kind of like because I think yeah, like. The fluidity of Ashley is not the storyline. The fight with Mrs. Hughes is probably the storyline that she's referring to. And I agree with that. So that's 87%. Uh -huh. We agree. I'm like, yeah. 
okay. Yes. Okay. Ooh, I love this. On the contrary, I think Carlton carried the drama of this season with his raw, heartbreaking scenes. His characterization opened up conversations about mental health and substance abuse. And I think his journey in future seasons will shine light on the stigma. Bravo to Ali Sholatan, who gave the most profound performance this season. He agree. agree. He ate this fucking thing up. And 96% of people agree. Yeah. Carlton is like, he's the strongest storyline mm-hmm. on this show. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, you can go very far with this. You can keep it like narrow, but you can go very broad. So I'm, yeah, I'm all right. Up. So as someone who is from West Philadelphia, born and raised, well, kind of girl. Okay. Are you in West Philadelphia or not? Okay. I can confidently say that Will is the realest one. And in true Philly fashion, he is never afraid to speak his mind no matter the consequence. While everyone else in the series is skating around, hiding who they are, walking on eggshells, Will is being his true authentic self and it is much appreciated. Agree. Um, to agree. a certain extent. Yeah, it's like agree. Because the thing about this is like sometimes he gives me the glimmer of Will Smith as the Fresh Prince. But sometimes it's okay. I'm gonna say this, y'all. We ain't gotta play Will like he's stupid. Like he like, oh, I'm a fumble. I'm like, yeah, stop acting like hood niggas aren't smart. <laughs> it's some of the smartest niggas I know. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, we gonna start acting like Will is stupid. <laughs> I'm right. Sorry. The guy who plays Jeffrey is so fine to me. He is. He He's that whole cast so is attractive. Fine. It's like, oh my gosh. Okay, Jeffrey freaks me out. He's literally around the corner at all times. And have you noticed that he never smiles like ever? I just want to. Uh, I mean, I disagree because I kind of find that kind of hot. But I, I do mean... too. I'm like disagree. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't need him to smile. Ooh, he could do a little smile and I give me the accent. Yes. I'm like now with this accent, so I don't give a goddamn. Okay. <laughs> it's like I don't need to. Um, 58% agreed with her statement. I'm in the 42%. I'm like, no, I disagree. Right. It's like, Jeffrey, a little too fine. It's fine. I'm, I want to wet the spirit. Let me shut up. Um, <laughs> Stephanie, I can't take I you anywhere. <laughs> y'all, y'all know how, y'all know me. And I already know Charmaine's like, Stephanie. I'm like, what? <laughs> what I say? Finally, Bel Air has to be the most perfect reboot I've I've seen in a very long time. It pays homage to the original show in small ways that that don't define its new and fresh direction. Even the characters have their own art completely separate from the originals. I'm a beloved fan of Fresh Prince, but I must say Bel Air has kept me more engaged. I'm going to say disagree. I... So... While I do enjoy the table, (laughs) while I do agree that this show has done, you know, some good things and is like really trying to flesh out. I don't know if it's like the perfect reboot. Like Mm. I I don't know if I agree with that. Like I I feel nothing is truly a perfect reboot. I think Mm. that it's doing great, but there is definitely a lot of things that they can improve on. Um, and so I don't know if I would give it that because again. Mm. I'm I, I still have fair, questions by the way. you know I, I have questions still at the end of the season there are storylines that could have been fleshed out and while yeah mm-hmm. we have these characters not much has changed from season one until now so um yeah I don't know if I really agree with that mm, I I actually do because I think but the thing about it is I'm like t- so here's the thing I think it's a mm-hmm. really good show but as much as I was like, first I'm like, oh, I'm agree, and then I'm like, wait a minute, I don't look at this as a reboot of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Right, I think it's something different. I yeah. think it's yeah, 
Yeah, so because if it was a true reboot, it would be a comedy. I feel like yeah, I think this is like, more of like a, a um spiritual a spiritual like inspiration, like a, a retelling, if you yeah. will. I think it's more of like a retelling than a yeah, reboot. Yeah, yeah. It's like when I think about reboots, I'm like which is really good. When I'm like, please let me think about that, um, because I don't know. I'm like if I think of a movie, um, and I know people are like who are Trekkers or Trekkies, depending who you are. The new um Star Trek movies, they may not heard like. about that. I. I fucking love the new Star Trek movies. I like the different timeline that they're doing. Is it a reboot? Kind of, because you're essentially using the same characters. I mean, I don't right. know what are the rules. But yeah, I disagree too. It's like, it's a very, very good show. It really mm-hmm. does. It does it pay homage to a certain extent it does, but then it's kind of like, it's kind of different than it was. Because I'm like, I'm sorry, was Uncle Phil in a fret in the Fresh Friends? Because I kind of <laughs> feel like he wasn't. I think he could have been. I mean, but he could have been. I'm like cool. one, like Uncle Phil is a Q dog. Is like, girl, what is happening right now? I'm like, oh, oh, was he an alpha girl? I don't even know. I'm like, wait, you? I'm like, what's what's Uncle Phil divine nine? I mean, he was from Omicron, but it's like I feel like we didn't see any divine nine ness, right? <laughs> in Fresh Prince, right? So it's like I, I can see where the person is going to, where I can agree. Um, is it the perfect reboot? Mm-hmm. I sound like candy. Yeah. <laughs> <Gotta> make <this. laughs> it's kind of like I think um fleshing more out of Will as the basketball player because I'm like Jabari looks my height, so I'm I'm a little bit mad right now. <laughs> I'm five eight. What what the hell? <laughs> I'm like, oh wait, wait a minute, Bel Air. Where the heck are all of these daggone dudes who do the shooty hoops? That y'all could have had on this show. Where is LeBron? LeBron, right. go get it. Yo, look here, Maverick. Go get us some ball players to guest star. Like, where the cameos? Because who the heck is Lamarcus? I don't even know who this man is. He could be a. He could he be was a, in. He was in um Umbrella Academy. Oh my god, he was. Yeah, the guy who played Lamarcus was on um, the most recent season of Umbrella Academy yes. when it was what? What was they called? The the um. Oh my god, the, the sparrows. Yeah, the, yeah, that yeah. Sure was. Um. Yeah, so this is how, and mind you, sidebar, y'all, I loved the Umbrella Academy when it first started. This last season was like, girl, leave us alone. <laughs> girl, leave me alone. Girl, get away from me with this Apollo. It's giving me very much Fringe. Mm-hmm. If y'all ever watched the show Fringe, you would know towards the end, it's like, girl, what the fuck is this? Okay. I was like, oh, hell no. Jeremy... Um, Pacey is too fine for y'all to be letting his show go out with a whimper. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, I can't believe this. There's so many shows where it's like, oh my God, this is just terrible. Also, I, uh, so I don't know. Have you um ever watched the show Grimm? I did. I watched a couple episodes back when it was on and I did enjoy it. I, I, did, I, I did a it. rewatch of Grimm and like towards the end of the season, I was like, girl, what the hell is this? <laughs> and I loved Grimm. I really do. I, and also, I need to start listening to their podcasts because they do like a um, Ooh, recap podcast. It's like the person who plays Juliet, who I think um, Rosalie and then the Hexen Beast. I can't remember her name. So they host a podcast and then they do a deep dive. They started with season one. Um, yeah, so I'll check that out. Yeah, so y'all, we I think we got a show. Brandon, yeah. thank you for combing through season two oh of Bel Air. Thank of you for course. recommending this show. It's yes, like, 
is. It's so and you good. know, like I said, despite all things that I said, I do enjoy this show. I think it's fun. I think it's entertaining. And it definitely touches on topics that I love. So I'm so glad that you got to watch it. Yes. I'm so glad you um convinced it. Like, so before we get out of here, please tell everybody how they can find you on the social means. And if they Lord want someone to drop the drawers. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't need them to do that. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm out here casually dating. So um, I... <laughs> I would say you can follow me on the Instagram at be good b dot g o o d e that e is silent um to keep up with me so yeah <laughs> yes y'all thank you for listening to y'all somebody like excuse me I don't need my Thursday night knowing about my Tuesday night okay I'm like Brandon <laughs> live your best life up in Portland okay oh my God girl you know how <laughs> yes. the West Coast life is the life for it's me. the life it's like <laughs> Let me live vicariously through Brandon. But y'all, this is the Mocha Minutes Podcast. I will be back next week. Woo-woo. Bye. <laughs>